you know what? Like, there's a part of me that says like I'm against it, but there's another part that says you know that the people that maybe are getting abortions are degenerates. So mm. it's probably for the best. Uh, <laughs> anyway, oh hey, uh, oh hello, welcome to the Real Neighbors episode fifty four three. I don't know, something like that. Well, Jim, you really just wanted to, you want to cancel me, don't you? What you just want to cancel me? Canceled. You want to make me look ridiculous in public. It's- well, you just want me to just strip down you, my underwear and just you, walk around like it's some idiot. You, you kind of do that yourself, but um, it's, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you're, you're it's, walking me to the execution ground. Yeah, it's episode fifty-three. That's a that's episode fifty-three. It's a lot of them. That's very good. Wow. What uh, what number? What do you think your favorite one has been so far? Number. Oh, like favorite number? I I will say I do like twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. I'm turning 27, so I'm a little biased. Mm, yeah, you gotta make like a, you gotta make like an awesome rock and roll album and then die. Yeah, yeah. You have like one year to do that. Now. I got one year. Yeah. Well, I know. Yada yada. 27 Club. Get, Janis Joplin. Overdose on the heroin. Get on it. Get well, on. That was loud. Ooh, yeah. That's uh, is that the boats? It's a boat. Yeah, probably. I think a boat. it's the ferry, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those big ass boats. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. The perks of living by a lake, folks. Yeah. I, I I've always heard like uh houses are near airports and stuff. Usually they're they're cheaper or places like like gets the houses to shake and stuff when the It lowers the value. Yeah. 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 I it's wonder- not a it's not a feature. It's no. definitely not a feature. Nobody wants it sounds cool on paper and maybe if you visited them it'd be cool, but Yeah, seeing the planes go real low over someone's house. It'd be a it'd be a novelty that for would, like two months. Yeah, and after that, you kind of think, "Honey, why did we move here?" Yeah, this is loud. What if one like crashes into us? What if we die? Yeah, now nah, that's stupid. I would never actually think. Oh man, what if this plane hits my house? I, like, you know what? If that's you, the way I'm gonna go, fine. Like at that yeah. point, so it's the whole like conundrum of you know everybody always saying, "What if you die this way?" And I go. If that's really gonna happen, fine. It's, it's gonna, it, like I'll go it. I'll do it. I'll go that way. Yeah, it's gonna happen regardless. There's no, uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess, uh, but I mean, clearly it would cross your mind. As in, you know, there's intrusive thoughts. I'm sure if if I even see a plane real low, I obviously there's like that intrusive thought where you're like, wait a minute, what if like you know, just for a second, you don't you don't have to like dwell on it. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure you obviously have those thoughts. Like or or when you're like really high up and you look down and you just picture yourself falling, you know? Man, you, I, I, that's, I really that's do. That's natural, I think. I Okay, I don't... I, I, I We were talking about this a little bit earlier. I don't know if this is abnormal, but I do really believe that most things are absolutes in the sense that there you... Like, if you rationalize the outcomes, obviously you're going to be afraid or whatever feelings you're going to go through in that moment, but I've already kind of concluded what the options are, mm-hmm. you know? As yeah. I said, we were talking about earlier. If someone pulls a knife, I'm like, okay. If okay, assuming I can't run away, obviously, yeah. or something like that, you're cornered I'm, with a yeah, knife. Yeah, then I go, okay. I mean, you're gonna kill me, or you're gonna put the knife down. Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously not. I'm obviously terrified, and that sucks. But I've already know the outcomes. I'd be like, all right, like let's just. I'd I, rather just get it over with, you know. Yeah, yeah. Make it snappy, man. Yeah, like let's just. I'm not gonna do this whole like dramatic build up where I say don't do it. I'm like, fine. If you're gonna pull a knife on me, clearly. You you. This is the plan. You're so not going to say not to get do it, it over with, yeah. bitch. Yeah, you're just going to be like you're going to be like, do it. Just get it over with. You uh, you know what it is. I do think I'm a vindictive asshole in the sense that the last thing I'd want to do is just make that person feel stupid for yeah. not just for not being decisive enough. Yeah, I'd be like, do it, you fucking pussy. <laughs> fucking stab me. Yeah, and then after he does stab me, I'm like, took you long enough, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you call that a stabbing? <laughs> I'm still breathing. Yeah. I still have time to think about my loved ones. What are you doing? My life is is quickly dwindling, however. That was weak. I'm like, you're like, give me that knife. <laughs> Finish myself. I'll do the job. Pull it out of yourself. You stab yourself a couple more times. You couldn't even kill someone right, you bitch. I'm yeah, just stabbing here. myself. I'm here's, how you, here's how you do it. <laughs> That's how you fucking get the job done. Cut your own neck. <laughs> like, <laughs> throat. I'm still trying to talk. <laughs> here's how you do it, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I just write blood on his wall like pussy or something like that. I just, I really, do, I'm like, I do view it at that point. If this guy's gonna kill me, I'm gonna make him feel like shit. Yeah. Or her, I, either or. Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make you feel like garbage and feel like stupid for your decisions. Yeah. 
I remember uh, one time I, I was... Bet your parents fucking hated you. <laughs> yeah. That's how you got here. Yeah. Broken home. I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I can... I feel like when I'm in a weird situation, um, I don't panic too much. Like, there was, there was a time someone basically tried to mug me. I had a backpack. Uh, I think I just... I was at, like, Refined Fool, picked up some beers or something, and I was walking downtown with them, and this uh, these two, like, sketchy-looking people... We're like, hey, what's in your bag? They're like, I'm a cop. Let me see your bag. And I just like looked at them. I was, and I was like, no. And then I just kept walking. And then I was like, I think that first, like, hey, like they were like yelling stuff. And I just kind of like casually walked away. Like I didn't just start like going fast. I was just like slowly walking away from them. And then they just didn't do anything. I was like, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but I that's yeah. how it's done. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I like panicked, it would have seemed worse. But I just was like, no, and I just kept walking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You oh oh yeah. I told you about this one when I was in Toronto. I I did something kind. I will like well. I just did something impulsively, and afterwards went hmm. That was risky. Yeah. <laughs> I I was walking down the street in Toronto, and uh, there's like a bunch of guys in a car, like four dudes in a car, and they rolled down the window, and I don't remember why, but like yeah, they're listening to loud music and they're chirping me. I yeah. don't remember why. Yeah. I think they were just saying you know shit like you know like. I can't remember. Like, are you fucking gay or something? I don't yeah. know. They were like nineteen twenty kind of thing, right? I'm just bored. Yeah. And I, I looked at them and I just blew them a kiss, <laughs> and they all went like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> That's they were good. all like freaking out. They're like, "Oh, what the fuck did you just do?" And they like rolled up the windows and drove off. And I went, "Wow." That's I'm like, the, "That I'm happy it turned out that way." But the alternative outcome was they just you know got out of the car and kicked my ass. Yeah, but that's that's funny. That's that's a good uh, that was a good choice. <laughs> it was completely impulsive. And yeah. afterwards, I was like, "Jesus, did I just do that?" That's that funny. was stupid. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's a good uh, good response to that particular uh, thing. Like, if they're like, "You're gay," then it's like obviously that's the you best. just got to throw them off. That's the you, best like, thing. Yeah, you just got to make them confused. Just say, like, "Sure, yeah, I, I didn't see that coming." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just go along with it. Yeah, I, you know what? This is all a looping theme of everybody has a fear of the unknown. So when mm. people do things that are unexpected. They don't know how to respond. Yeah. If if you're in a situation and you think, you know, like, I don't know what happens next, that makes you scared. Yeah. Which, from, in my opinion, which is, I, I do really think, because uh, at least for me, I do just rationalize. I just, I don't know why. Is that, is that fucked up that I just lay around tonight and I just think about the theoretical scenarios and the and the, the things that could happen yeah. and what I do in each one, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think everyone does that and just kind of daydreaming different scenarios. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's fun. Like sometimes I used to. I think when I was younger, I did it a lot more, where I would like play out scenarios in my head. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I definitely still do it to an extent. Or just when you're having like a whole, not argument, but or sometimes like you have an argument with someone in your head. Like I, <laughs> and of course you know everything what to say in the situation. That's I know. A, or or you feel so stupid because you had. You were in a debate with someone afterwards. That then all your witty thoughts came to mind. Yeah, yeah. Then you start you start imagining what I, it would have been like if you thought of that earlier. I wish I said this. Oh, uh, it happened. There it is. That's Man, a, we took the gamble. Well, so the breaker just blew out. If everyone's wondering why we just halted the conversation. I know. Okay, so yeah, the um, the, the, the situation is okay. We're in a cabin. It's cold, and the breaker blew, and now our headphones don't work. Yeah, but it's still recording, but we can't hear what no! we sound like. This is awful. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and take the headphones off. Yeah, I guess so. But, Jamie, you better keep your mic near your mouth. You have, no, you have a, I'm not You're, doing you're that. the problem. I'm not doing that. Um, all right. Well, let, let's, let, let us not bring this to a screeching halt. Let's uh, let's just continue. Yeah, but, let's just keep going. But, yeah, no, when you're thinking about a, an argument, or, yeah, if you had just had a debate of some sort and afterwards you think of everything you could have said... Uh, I know, and then you're like dunking this person in your head. Yeah. With all these grand ideas you had after the fact. Like, yeah. what about this? And you know, they don't have a response because in your head they're just a big dumb dumb. Yeah. Not very smart. Yeah. Cause it, when you're being them, you're not going to, you're not going to come up with anything witty on their behalf. The world is f- exact. Yeah. I'm not helping that guy. I'm yeah. not helping Mr. Theoretical here. Mr. Wrong. <laughs> I'm right. So why would I help His this ideas guy? have no basis in anything. So. Yeah. The only thing you really do is just roll over and die. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Austin. <laughs> You're so smart. Yeah. If only. No, the the end result is, especially if you were, you were caught 
in a like a, a conversation just you know like sometimes you're just caught off guard mm-hmm. by someone just asking you something or you know like bringing up a subject and you kind of go I didn't I don't really want to get into that nor have I thought of that recently but yeah yeah sure why not you know kind of thing yeah or I you mean, feel pressure to get into it I mean to be fair if I don't have an, a fair argument against something then I typically am not really don't have a strong stance on it anyway yeah. So I yeah. mean, if someone if someone really catches me off guard with like some debate point, if I have absolutely nothing to say, then why do I really want to debate it anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's or, no reason to. Cause I'm like, well, I guess I just don't know enough. Well, about the, it. the real answer is when that does happen, you're not an idiot for just saying, "I have to think about that." Mm-hmm. That's what I've gotten to now. Where if somebody presents a new uh, counter argument that I'd never even thought of before, yeah, that doesn't mean you're necessarily wrong it's just you're kind of like oh never thought of that it's an interesting maybe point. that i don't even know maybe that would when i look into it change my mind i'm not sure but i need to uh go, i don't know i need to go to my study chambers and uh and give this one a, a little a yeah little just think about thought it. it's hard to just yeah it's hard to just get presented new information and then give new county arguments to said new information that's yeah. hard, man. That's I, hard. And I and when I was stupid and young, I for some reason thought it was possible to, yeah, <laughs> to make that happen. Just like no matter why, what, you're right. Even I know. If you just haven't keep, thought about just it. keep digging deeper and deeper. Someone says, "What about this?" And I'm like, "I've never even, th- even thought of that. I'm just gonna run into a head first. It's and still see what happens. It's probably wrong though because I I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one bit. Yeah. <laughs> never speak again. Yeah." That's how 70 70 percent of debates go and that's uh that's a number I whipped right out of my ass <laughs> uh, I disagree with that statement what seventy percent I think it's sixty percent oh I actually it's it's fifty eight and I think you're wrong it's actually fifty eight oh so you're you're swinging more in my direction then okay so I've already yeah. changed your mind because yeah. sometimes your present- argument just wasn't that good yeah when I'm presented with new information <laughs> sometimes I reassess you know Oh, okay, okay, I see, I see. And because so you're not full of pride and stubborn, no, and like be, me. And I think because I I was agreeable in that situation, it is more likely the numbers lower because of people like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why are we even? T- why are we even having like? It's so stupid because we're both just like being pedantic and just making <laughs> these dumb arguments against each other, yeah. knowing that neither of us believe what we're saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, on the um, before that when we were talking about like muggings and and people who uh, react, people react weirdly to unpredictable things. I always like the the classic. Um, I don't even remember who initially said it. It was a joke. Like I'm assuming it was a comedian, but uh, I wish I could reference him. But it is a funny premise. It basically, if you're uh, if someone's trying to fight you, you just take all your clothes off, and it's like nobody wants to fight a naked. Yeah, guy. yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, That's yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> I actually do have one thing that is, this comes back to the fear of the unknown. There is one thing that does scare me because you can't control it. Mm-hmm. And that is people that are mentally unstable. Yeah. Uh, like, let's say someone on drugs. If someone's on drugs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, yeah, if I'm like, you know, in a situation where there's like this dude with a knife and, you know, he's like all juiced up in meth or something. Yeah. That scares me because I know that all my rationalizations immediately go out the window yeah. because this person is completely unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I legitimately don't know. Maybe he will stab me. Maybe he'll stab himself. Maybe he'll just throw the knife at some person walking by. Yeah. Or he'll just fall to the ground. And, like, the the, the amount of things that could happen when someone is just mentally gone is just, yeah, it freaks me out. That's the only thing I can't figure out. I've thought about that, and I went, nope, I'm just going to be 100% uncomfortable and scared. Yeah, if I am in that situation with someone like that, oh, I definitely agree with that. Um, it's uh, yeah, like <laughs> I hear yelling outside. I know, Great. I know. It's because we don't have the headphones on, Jamie. Oh, that's probably it. It's one hundred percent it because maybe this stuff does happen. S- speaking of which, speaking of unpredictable, there's some yelling going on. I know, and like, no, uh, but anyway, I do remember. Uh, do you remember when we were walking? Uh, we were with uh, Cassie, and there was this 
that girl we were like walking downtown and this girl was about a block away and random because we're just like hey how's it going and then she was like hey and then she just kept walking then a block away she just goes you fucking slut oh i forgot about that yeah that was weird we're just like whoa where did that come from yeah she's like if you you better keep walking or i'm gonna kick your ass it came out of nowhere because she walked by us so casually we're just like hey how's it going didn't she have like a stroller or something yeah and like i'm pretty sure she kind of nodded to me and said hi and then about just <laughs> she's about a block away and then just starts yelling at us down the street because like, yeah, you know what it is maybe may, okay maybe in her mind she's well one she's a bit slow and two she start maybe she as if she's strung up on drugs and she's paranoid so by the time it's been 10 seconds she's just had this whole paranoid episode of why do those people look at me that way yeah you know kind of thing and that she had her she fully processed that in her kind of you know her mind which maybe isn't completely rational and then went like those people are you, you out to get me, yeah, <laughs> kind of thing, and you know, then they start flipping out in you or something, right? So yeah, oh, it's yeah, who knows? No, that that's the thing is, uh, yeah, the people like that do. Those are the only thing that legitimately scare me. Yeah, because you know, if I'm getting murdered by someone that actually has some sanity to them, that doesn't scare me as much. They're like, yeah, because I'd be like, okay, There's you're clearly... a cold blooded killer, and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get me. And that's the way it is. And I can actually find peace with that. And there's typically motive or, yeah, Yeah. there's a motive. There's usually something going on there. Whereas if it's just someone who just randomly decides that you're a demon from hell and you need to die, you know, (laughs) what do you do? It's just chaos causality happening to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So compared to like, yeah, if I get hit by, if I get killed by a hitman, yeah, I'm kind of like, you know what? Yeah. This this guy's like, obviously, you know, he's a pretty fucking brutal cold dude, but yeah. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Oh he, boy. he knows he's here to here to get some money and kill me and move yeah. on with his life. And yeah, he's just a normal hit. I, I said I can find peace in that in yeah. that moment when I'm dying. I'd a like, normal, nah. normal, rational hitman. <laughs> it's well, you know, at least you know what to expect. You're like, okay, yeah. like, this, this guy fucking kills for a living. <laughs> oh boy, here I go killing and here, again, and here I'm gonna die. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, as you say, yeah, compared to like someone just like screaming like my eyes and they're just swinging these knives around. You're like, oh, what the fuck's gonna happen now? <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. No, no, that is true. Yeah, it can be a it can be an interesting time walking around at night. I mean, that's usually when when stuff like that is more yeah, prominent. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's never it's never the daytime. It's never ten in the morning. You're walking around. Wow, well, there is the odd time someone's like kind of tweaking out. But... Oh, that's fair. That but that's just because they never sleep. Yeah. That's those people are the twenty four hour upkeeps. Yeah, but yeah, no. <laughs> they were I've, tweaking last night, and they're tweaking this morning, and they're tweaking this afternoon. I, I, I'm sure I told you this story. I think I t- maybe told it on the podcast too. But all right, this guy, uh, I was walking at night, and this guy approached me wearing a hospital gown, and I was like, "Nope, yes, yeah, <laughs> I remember like, that. I'm having yeah. no part of that. Like, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I'm not going near some guy in a hospital gown." And he's like, "He's like, hey, man." Hey, and I would like kind of look at him from a distance. I'm like, uh, hey, how's it going? He's like, he's like, do you have a cigarette? And I was like, no, sorry. And he's like, can I come with you to Seven Eleven? Can you get me some? And I was like, ah, no, sorry, man. And I just kept walking, and I, and then he, I'm pretty sure he started like following me, but he was kind of slow at walking. But yeah, I was just like, oh man, like I don't know. It's just again, it, that's pretty unpredictable. I don't know what someone in a hospital gown is gonna do. So yeah, yeah, but. I mean, obviously, I wish him well. And, yeah, I think uh, I should have. I think I did actually call the hospital after just to, like, let them know someone might have escaped who needed help or something. I'm pretty sure I called them. And I'm pretty sure they, the person on the on the end of the hospital, they uh, they seemed to take it weird, I remember. It's almost like they thought I was just being, like, a, you need to come get this guy. He's in my neighborhood. Like, it wasn't like that. I was just like, yeah. hey, th- there's a guy walking around a hospital gown. He might need help. And the guy's like, yeah, we're aware of it. I was like, okay. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the guy at the hospital kind of was being, sound like a dick when I told him. I was like, okay. Just just letting you know. Hope the guy was okay. But <laughs> he's like, but yeah. He's like, yeah, we're aware of it. <laughs> you know, yeah, okay, it's it's hard to say because for you that's a unique occurrence, but if someone's callous towards situations like those, yeah, then it he's always it dealing becomes, with the escape to uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, patients. it's just another day. It's just another day. It's another Monday, you know? Mm-hmm. So do you you go, "Wow, what is this guy doing walking Just another with a, manic, in a hospital gown. Manic like, Monday. Yeah, he's going like Yeah, he's going I I do all this bullshit every day. Like, shut up, get out of here. Yeah. Like for, <laughs> like okay, how about this? Okay, cuz obviously my 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 sister my mom work at a homeless shelter. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. 
So for me, that's something that might be abnormal to them. They're kind of going, well, that's part of the course. Yeah. That's what happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Like ODing, like both my both of them have uh have like Narcan several people. Yeah. While they're ODing. Yeah. You know? So obviously it's still intense to them, but I mean, it's definitely not it's never as intense as the first time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine, right? Oh yeah. And uh they probably maybe after doing it a good couple times, they go, ah, standard. Yeah. Now, oh, there it goes again. I oh, give him a quick, you know, give him a quick jab, slap him. Oh, that's get def- back, and then I'm just gonna go get a coffee. You know. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> definitely true. Yeah, because, um, yeah, being someone who's never done that, I'm sure in that situation I'd be a little more panicky. But I, I, once you know the procedure, you're just like, well, I have to do this kind of deal. It just, yeah, it just becomes a thing. They're like, well, this is just what I do, right? Yeah. 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 I can see that. That's that's true. Yeah, okay, yeah, he did run off. Okay, like, yeah, this shit happens all the time. Yeah, get out of my face, sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I do think in that situation he thought I was just being like a like a little bitch. Like I was like, get this guy out of my neighborhood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I have three children. We do not need this in my neighborhood. <laughs> He's wandering around near our front yard. <laughs> My property value is going down as we speak. I have a real estate agent coming here tomorrow morning. I don't need this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can see the property value dropping. (laughs) Come get him. Real estate agent shows up and he goes, "Hmm, Oh, who's that outside? (laughs) Duly noted. Interesting. Guy in hospital gown. All right. (laughs) Well, your assessment is complete. Uh, (laughs) The property value is (laughs) gone. You have crazies in the area. What, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, this is awful. <laughs> I hate it here. I'm not buying. I'm not buying this house. I'm not recommending this house to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> How often does this sort of thing happen? No, this is the first time. I swear. <laughs> hey, he sees that the stupid hospital worker. He sees the real estate agent. He's like, man, can I have a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> Bombing cigarettes off. <laughs> Yo, man, you, you. I don't even want to get into how my night's been. <laughs> But the real estate agent's like, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. 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 Although you probably, you said it was late, what, right? Like yeah, you, it was you late. You did that late, late at night. It was, yeah, it was a late night. I think I was, I was just going for a little late night stroll for some reason. Dude, I, I will say. As I do sometimes. No, I don't, I think the Karens go to bed early. Yeah. I don't think there's many Karens at 3 a.m. running around. True. However, like making judgment calls. Yeah, but w- when something is happening though, then then they'll be nosy. Probably look out the window. You know. Yeah. If yeah. There's some ruckus going on. You're the worst part of not wearing headphones, is Jamie? What? You can just hear everything. I know. Every little thing. It's a lot of noise. Like a gust of wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, casual talking in the background, a car driving by, <laughs> fairy yeah. horn. Yeah, it's oh the noises you hear. That's oh how the ears hear oh things. how your ears do <laughs> yeah no it is weird because i i usually i feel more in the zone because we i can only hear our voices so yeah i feel is, a little uh, naked right now to be I honest feel, man i feel naked too i feel stripped down yeah i mean we are naked oh i thought you were stripped physically down. well i mean yeah it's audio only no we, i meant like in naked. the metaphysical sense Jamie. i'm always stripped down t- right to my <laughs> vulnerable Spirit, <laughs> yeah. My, my spirit animal is a slab of beef. A slab of beef. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Doesn't get. <laughs> Doesn't get much more vulnerable than that. There's nothing more vulnerable than a slab of beef. <laughs> just a just a nice cured slab of meat. People are like, "What's your spirit animal?" And you're you're well. Mine's dead. <laughs> my uh, I'm I'm processed. <laughs> I've already been cleaned up by a butcher. I am but a carcass. That's pretty goth of you. <laughs> I think it's more classy. It'd be mm. like listening to, you know, like death, like, uh, you know, like it'd be like listening to one of those really niche subgenre metals. Yeah. Remember Cradle of Filth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hey, careful, careful. There might be some hardcore fans listening. Yeah, don't want to, don't want to bash them. I knew a girl who was a big fan of them in high school, and I remember. Uh, that's we, that's the only acceptable time you're allowed to be into that <laughs> in high school. Oh, there's yeah, I'd say so. No, there's definitely people who are like metal for life, man. You know, I, I think there's some people that view it nostalgically, maybe, and go, yeah. oh, I remember listening to that in high school, but I don't think anybody picks it up at 25 and goes, "This." Ah. I mean, okay, they definually uh, exist, but I'm I'm talking your average Joe. 
Well, doesn't yeah. just listen to Cradle of Filth in their mid twenties and go, "Wow." What if, like, I don't know? It's been so long since I've heard them. I, I might check them out. Like, just throw on a whole album because I've ever we we used to listen to that one song. We'd make fun of it all the time. We're like, <laughs> "Well, we made up our own lyrics." Oh I yeah, still remember as we shall see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did like a. What was that song? The ghost in the fog. Yeah, the ghost in the fog. The ghost in the fog. <laughs> I don't know, man. Something I'm like that. I'm gonna like listen to a whole album by them and just see what if I randomly I'm like, man, we've been we've been sleeping on this. Like this is some <laughs> this good stuff. This is a banger. This is some good stuff. Yeah, what if I don't know. You maybe you're right, but okay, I remember being very. Uh, hair metal though like you well, know epic ballads yeah you know like uh okay did you ever play uh what was the jack black game oh um brutal legends yeah like like when you like cradle filth was like part of that the the, the soundtrack for that oh was it? so you know what and i i appreciate that you know like you know like a lot of people like that you know very operatic epic yeah kind of stuff but i never am at home yeah it's like theatrical go, metal kind of deal yeah it's yeah it's very theatrical yeah and you know what? if i went to a concert i think to some degree i could appreciate it Mm-hmm. Or if someone else is really into it, I can appreciate that they're into it. Yeah. But I will never sit at home and go, I'm in the mood for some operatic metal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's never been like a big <laughs> genre just, of mine. Yeah. It, it doesn't scratch an itch for me. No. And uh, and like bands like Opeth and stuff, pretty sure they they can be a little theatrical as well. Right. Yeah. You okay? I will say I do like Opeth sometimes. Yeah. Opeth is pretty. I, okay, I, I know like a lot of people say like you know Opeth isn't even that heavy. Yeah. Well, I'm like well one I'm like I don't even want to know how much heavier it gets than Opeth. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, Opeth is pretty far down the drain. Yeah. You know of you know of like I, I have to be, have like be in a very specific mood where I'm just in the you know feeling some just intense mm-hmm. you know like you know yeah very gothic metal. Yeah you know? yeah yeah I don't know it's 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 a it's a like kind of vibe i can see enjoying sometimes but i don't know it's not no i get i get opeth yeah i get it like even as a listener i get it but Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like i i I would say as a whole i'm just not into like i wouldn't i'm not going to exclusively say opeth is depressing but just the the sound of that music to me is draining yeah to like listen to on a daily basis like really dark music all the time yeah yeah yeah. i mean just the way it sounds i do i do like uh i like pretty heavy stuff sometimes but yeah definitely i have to be in the mood for it so but i i get why i know i do know a lot of people who are really into like metal and i don't know i i, I can see the appeal but there is so many different subgenres of metal though too like there's there's some weird stuff there's like pirate metal like what is that Ale yeah Storm? yeah i've uh i've listened to some pirate metal. like ale storm Dude, you know what it does that's very theatrical Dude, too it's so right funny is <laughs> i listen to it rarely enough that like in the car or something on on you know like some like playlist yeah that I just I laugh out loud every single time comes on because yeah, yeah I I don't listen to it enough that the absurdity the absurdity has worn off right yeah <laughs> well that's so exactly like that's very theatrical as well so, yeah, they're being so, pirates it's so <laughs> ridiculous because they have like you know like some like random uh, you know like a uh, uh, what do you what do you, what do you call the uh, woodwind instruments. And stuff like that, you know, just yeah. like these just random, just accessory instruments you don't hear that often being right. tossed in with like some metal. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, it's like yeah, it's like metal, and then you'll like hear like a banjo in there or something. Yeah, and, you know, just crazy shit well, like that. Where you're like, and what, like what the, the hell's the happening? Sea shanties kind of deal. Like it probably has like some melodies similar to a lot of those. Yeah, almost. Little... Yeah, like singing or spoken word as a yeah. verse. And yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot of different types of metal for sure. But obviously, the superior genre of metal is metal core obviously oh i know that was our our generations yeah that was so hot there's we there's younger. definitely some nostalgia there like i still look back at like under oath and stuff like that and there's definitely a lot of nostalgia there for i know yeah every now nice, and then i'm the like oh, I'll, music. I'll throw this on just yeah just yeah. uh because i remember yeah, it yeah so like well. uh alexa burns red or no alexa alexa's on fire alexa's on fire or august, august burns, burns red. red is combined yeah, yeah. <laughs> alexa on okay. fire is really good now actually. okay to be fair I was never a super fan, but like everybody in our of group, which one August Burns all of them like uh, Fire. Oh, okay it was our group was really into it yeah I liked listening to it I would you know I'd sit in the car with you guys and sing along and stuff like that but I yeah. I was never a huge yeah huge fan that's why I, when I think of all the names I right it doesn't just immediately come to me yeah yeah Alexa on Fire though is actually 
I think holds up pretty well. I still think they're pretty good. I think August Burns Red was always good. And they're good, too, yeah. Um, who did The Downfall of Us All? Who did that one? The Downfall of Us All. Who did that? I think it's uh, Day to Remember. Yeah, Day to Remember. Yeah. I loved that shit when I was 16, man. I know. Oh, that was peak. This stuff, yeah, it brings me right back to high school, because this is all stuff I remember loving in high school. <laughs> yeah yeah no honestly I, again so that's what i mean i just i think it's it is mostly nostalgia but i do enjoy it purely i'm sure like if they put out new albums a lot of those bands i wouldn't be into it i think it's it is a lot of the nostalgia i, I don't i'm not gonna just i can't say it for sure well, but i course. don't think metalcore is as big as it was no no i don't i think it kind of lost a bit of its steam well when genres are labeled and stuff it's always kind of like uh it's it's I mean I would say a lot of those bands sound very different from one another so it is kind of a weird blanket term for stuff. It was mostly just like well a, it was more you know like you know these metal riffs with you know like a, a like usually the, like a lot of them had two singers that right. to me is one of the most common threads yeah is like like a high pitch singer yeah they could hit the high notes and then a screamer right and then some other the other singers did both both right. and to me that was like a sign of metalcore mm-hmm. you know like super clean verses for example or like dirty verse then clean chorus you know like yeah. going back and forth well and like under oath uh what did aaron gillespie he was the drummer but didn't he sang as well yeah he sang tracks, he did right? he did all the that's said he was the clean vocal and then the other guy spencer was the uh, dirty vocals yeah like the scream and they just go back and forth and that to me is you know that to me is like definitive metalcore yeah yeah, honestly, yeah, I think uh, Under Oath is definitely one that I remember very. They, well. yeah, they did well. They, I really liked Under Oath. Yeah, yeah, uh, I liked We Came as Romans too. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, um, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> I, they're they're actually bigger than ever, believe it or not. Yeah, I, they <laughs> had some weird resurgence. I don't know how they pulled it off, but they I, did. I heard uh, one of their new songs actually, and I was like, I don't like this at it's all. It's pop, right? Yeah. Like they they went to pop. Yeah, actually, I I will say I respect the fact that they diversified. Sure, I just they, I don't like it. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. You don't have to care for it, yeah. but. They completely changed. Remember, we used to rip on their songs. Like, you know, they were really yeah. angsty metalcore songs, and yeah. now they do pop. It's just weird. It is a weird... It's very weird. A weird transition, yeah. I don't know. I Yeah, definitely not my thing, but I... I Yeah, obviously, yeah, I, I don't... I guess, like, I can respect that a musician wants to experiment a bit and wants to do something different. Judah thinks taken over, metalcore. Mm-hmm. I think it's been replaced by Chill Hop. Yeah. You know, yeah. Tame Impala and bands like that. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's still chuggy and gritty, but in a different way. Yeah, yeah, in like a, very a lot different of way, like a lot kind of, of psychedelic, a ch- rock like a dirty lo-fi sound. Yeah, is it's kind of taken over. Oh yeah, lo-fi's been been pretty big for. A yeah, while. lo-fi's been hot for a while, yeah. and I I think I actually I think yeah, like as a obviously there's always the big over encompassing things like obviously pop and rap are bigger than ever. Yeah, but in terms of like metalcore, which is kind of you know wasn't super popular, but it was you know known enough. Yeah, yeah, I think chill hop has kind of filled that hole now. And yeah. I think metalcore just got left to the wayside. Oh, definitely. Well, and oh, it's actually crazy how Tame Impala is super big now. I remember yeah, I remember huge. in high school, I remember before I started listening to them when they came out with Lonerism and yeah, that was uh 2012. Yeah, I remember yeah, it was around maybe 2010. Maybe so maybe it was before that cuz uh, I had a friend named Braden, I believe he's the one who showed me them. But uh Listen to like Inner Speaker and then Lonerism, and then I remember when Currents came out. Now that album, like it blew up. <laughs> that was a big album. I yeah. I heard that's the first album I heard by Tim yeah. Paula. Currents, and when it yeah. just came out, yeah. And no, I was blown away. Yeah, I actually thought it was. You know, I will. To be fair, I was only twenty twenty one at the time, so I I didn't really know about know as much about music back then. Mm-hmm. But to me, it sounded very eighties. Yeah, because uh, the first song I heard was called, was the moment. Yeah, and I remember at the time thinking like this, this sounds you know I, it just weirded me out. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, the like synthy noises and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and, uh, uh, that to me, yeah, lonerism and currents mm. really. I think it really defined the genre. Oh yeah, well, lonerism. It's it's cool because I find um, currents is is more electronic. I would say more synthy. Um, yeah, yeah. And lonerism was more guitar based, I guess. But they still both have like a lo-fi sound. Like I don't know. I think, yeah, it's just crazy because I just I remember in high school that's when I first discovered them, and 
I just they, they've blown up since, which is crazy. Oh, I dude, and Currents was a tight album too. Yeah. Oh, like, it's good. very well put together. It is. Yeah. Everything about it, you know, like I I think it's just a solid album. Yeah. I really like Lonerism too. I don't think it's quite as good an album. Yeah. But some of the songs on the album are some of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Again, uh, uh, that nostalgia thing probably plays a factor there too, because I was the oh, first for me, one. I yeah, for to. me, I don't have the nostalgia. Yeah. I actually went backwards and I listened to uh, Lonerism and Inner Speaker, and yeah, stuff like that. And Lonerism, I like has like two, like a few of my top three songs. Like I love Apocalypse Dreams. Yeah, for oh, example, that's a good one too. That yeah. is like to me, that's like the definitive Tame Impala song for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the whole album, I'm kind of like, I think Currents was like their big evolution. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, and uh, you ever heard uh, of Pond? It was Kevin Parker's band before. Tame no, Impala? no. Oh, okay, I think they're mostly instrumental, though. I don't think he did much singing on it. But yeah, it was uh, Kevin Parker's band before Tame Impala. Um, yeah, I've, I've I've listened to some of that, and it's pretty good. Pond. Just have to check that out. Is it kind of like the Cues of uh, <laughs> of Queens? Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely still kind of really psych, good ideas. Psych rock kind of deal still still has a similar sound, but I I don't think there's vocals. I could be wrong. I haven't listened to that them a ton, but I do. I did like some Pond songs when I listened to them. But I do the name, even the name, the name Tame Impala is brilliant. Yeah, it's pretty good. Man, how do you make that shit up? <laughs> yeah, he's walking down the street street one day and goes, "Oh, that's a Tame Impala." Yeah, and that's it. It's a good name. You yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah, I always wonder too. I think I think a name really makes or breaks stuff too. A lot of times, one hundred percent. So I think like certain bands, if they because you hear the name and you know they're never going anywhere. Yeah, it's a fact. Yeah, your brain just immediately, your brain makes the verdict before you can even process it. It just goes nah. Like what the fuck is Dinosaur Junior? I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: is Dinosaur Junior never really because that is a band. In case anybody is wondering, yeah, that really think, is a thing. I, I think but a lot they, of people they never know. went big. Well, they That's they the had point. a couple big songs. I think they a have lot like a, they have a little cult following. A lot of people do know who they are to an extent. I, it's because it's it's big enough that at least one of their songs is usually on music games and stuff i believe i think some of their songs were on guitar hero and stuff yeah and back then yeah 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 like they're i'm not saying they're nobodies yeah but they're definitely <laughs> well, yeah like they're but compared to let's say tame impala they're nobodies weirdly enough though i think his name's jay mascus or whatever it was the guy from dinosaur jr pretty sure i randomly was reading rolling stones top 100 guitarists or something i'm pretty sure he might even be on that list which is weird that's wild because they're not that big but apparently rolling stone thinks i could be wrong maybe i'm totally talking to my ass Just but talking i feel ass, like right? i saw that i feel like that's a thing so. you, you know if you ever want to wonder how stupid we are. Yeah. <laughs> just Google the things we're, we're just claiming. Yeah. Well, here. Uh, Benny. Benny, can you look oh, this up? Oh, God. Well, I, I, after making a claim like that, I no, feel like... we have to. Feel like it's I not even a big claim. That he's Dude, a, one of the cares? top hundred guitarists? Yeah, but like that's Rolling Stones. Who gives Which, a shit? Well, yeah, but to be fair, they've had a pretty significant like, no, Rolling cultural Stones, impact in the Yeah, I was going to say, world. Rolling Stones almost exclusively considers cultural impact. Yeah. They don't care about anything else. Yeah. Like, for example, I think they put Kurt Cobain as like in the top ten guitar players of all time which uh, from a cultural impact standpoint i'm like i get it from a from a technical standpoint he's not even in the top 300 to like 500 you know okay so yeah he he was um jay mascus he was ranked number 86 in a rolling stone list of 100 greatest guitarists and uh, number five in a similar list for Spin Magazine in 2012. So again, yeah. but that, again, that's just the opinion of whoever's whoever's making. Did you this even hear list. what I said, Jamie? No, did you I say didn't something? think you did. Benny was whispering in my yeah, ear. Yeah, I know, I know. And there's no headphones. Fine, whispering sweet. No, nothing. I was saying that I think those lists are dumb just because oh, Kurt Cobain is like in the top ten on those lists. Yeah. Well, to be fair, from he... a culture perspective, sure, but. He's not a good guitar player. Yeah. Well, I, I I would disagree. I think he's a good guitar player. But he is a a serviceable guitar player. Well, it's I'm talking more... the grand scheme of just bands in general and the guitar players they have on hand. Right. No, he's not like a virtuoso in like music theory and stuff. But I think the thing about Kurt Cobain was um he still played guitar well as at least in my opinion cuz I think it sounds good what he plays. So I yeah, guess yeah. you know. I guess it kind of just depends on what you're 
interpreting as being a good guitar player. Of so course, I, yeah, I know, I get it, I get it. I, I, think, I fully I think understand the, the cultural impact argument. Yeah. But then I, I feel like that should just be separated because... Oh, yeah. He's just, like, what I'm saying is is if, if you're... In, I would actually, I can, say this, I can say this with confidence, okay? Mm-hmm. Is if you gave me three months, I could get a group of high schoolers to start a Nirvana cover band. Yeah. From step zero. Probably, yeah. I could get them all together and manage to scrap it all into right. pieces, right? But you well, couldn't. But you couldn't get those same people to create music as creative as that. Like, sure, they can mimic it. But yeah, that yeah. Doesn't mean. But what I'm saying is, is uh, if you go to school like to study music or study guitar, yeah, you don't go there to study Nirvana. No, of course you not. go there to study. You know, these obviously these more notable people like yeah i do for example dude i'd fucking love to go study zappa yeah yeah <laughs> you're like what the hell's going on with zappa oh yeah if you're crazy shit if you're did. looking at like just being a very talented like producer and music like you know yeah, obviously people, will people go to school to say like i want to sound like Jimi hendrix that's yeah. why people go to school to play guitar yeah yeah they well yeah care. exactly so that's that's one of that's my counter argument is yeah i'm like you don't I'm just go to saying, school to be like how did he do it right no, yeah, but I guess my point is I just think he is a creative guitar player because although it's easy, not many people make as good-sounding, simple riffs like that. Yeah, oh yeah, you can't replicate his songwriting. No, But exactly. everybody can accept that. Yeah, right? exactly. So that's that's kind of the point. So I would still consider that a good guitar player if he can create good music that happens to be simple to replicate. But then there's the other argument, Jamie. Yeah. Doesn't that just make him a good songwriter? Yeah. Yeah, but he he does play guitar. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, once again, it's serviceable. Yeah, right. But yeah, I I like if I if I felt like it, I could learn almost all the Nirvana songs in like a couple weeks. Oh yeah, because there's no a, a la, there's nothing overly elaborate about anything happening. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love Nirvana. Yeah. Oh no, I I get exactly what you're saying. Um, I do think there was some some of his uh, like guitar solos though. They some of them are pretty crazy. I would say, like yeah. they sound pretty good, and I feel like it would be kind of hard to mimic. But again, it was pretty freestyle yeah. though. Yeah, it's more of a, that's more of an effect as well. Yeah, like you kind of go like, oh yeah, it would be hard to create that weird feedbacky grunge yeah. noise they got going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. So, it's but unique. but also there's nice there's something nice about that too because Nirvana's consumable. Mm-hmm. I can learn a Nirvana song in no time. And there's something nice about that because I can just learn it and go play it at a bar or something. Right? Yeah, and a lot of people to, know it. And they're like, oh, cool. Yeah, if yeah. I want to learn a Yes song, it's a thing where I'm kind of, I almost kind of go, oh, <laughs> like I, I, I really want, I got to really want this. You're like, to no, learn this song. <laughs> I have to learn a Yes song. Well, it's just like a lot of their songs are they're just difficult. Yeah. Like they definitely, <laughs> they require patience. You actually have to listen to it and go, okay, what's going on? What's yes. he doing? Yes. You know, it's, it's, an, it's a whole ordeal. To learn like a like a, for some yes songs, let's say right. Yeah, yes. And let's say I, I will say this. Okay, is I I would say for the rest of my life I will probably never know close to the edge front to back mm-hmm. because that song is over twenty minutes long. Yeah. And Steve Howe implements twenty different guitar techniques in that mm. twenty minutes. Okay. And yeah. all and all of them require like very different ways of thinking about music. Yeah. I haven't listened to a lot of Yes. I, I I've definitely heard some Yes before, but I yeah I, I'm not too familiar with them. But yeah, yeah, heard good things. Oh, they're, they're, just, they're, they're like they're, prog, they're, prog rock. Yeah, they're deal. prog rock. But yeah, yeah, like you know, typical like British prog rock, along with all those other big bands at the time. Yeah, you ever uh, heard of like Pink, Pink Floyd? Floyd. <laughs> oh, Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, like lots of bands like that. Like they were in the they were in the same era. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, all those guys were wicked players, mm. very good players. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes is good. Um I, I there was this band called um Can. It was uh like a German prog rock band. I remember you talking about them. Yeah, they're I, them up. I remember yeah, I just remember in high school I found one of their albums and I listened to it like all the time. It was a very weird one. Yeah. It was like a song called like Tagu Magu. Or maybe that was the album name, I don't remember. I think it was <laughs> Tagu Magu. Yeah, I don't even know what it means. But it's they were they were pretty crazy. I know. I know we've been talking about music a lot. Yeah, and you, know, I'll actually apply this philosophy more generally. But yeah, one thing I've always liked doing is I like to appreciate universal acclaim mm-hmm. before I really get into the weeds with the outliers. Mm-hmm. So okay, so like a great example would be, uh, like so for example, when I started reading books, the first thing I thought was, 
I didn't think what's the most weird, obscure books I can find. I immediately went, what are considered iconic books? Yeah. And I started with those because it gave me a baseline mm-hmm. uh, of what's a good book. Yeah. What do people consider a good book? Yeah. I should read those first, and I did. I've read probably I've probably read I've read like a few hundred books in my lifetime. Yeah. And I would say like. 60, 70 of those were very intentional, like iconic books. I probably read 10 books in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's m- much more common nowadays, yeah. of course. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, then I have that baseline of, okay, I know what a good book is or what people consider be a, to be a good book. Now I'm just going like, to read some random bullshit and mm. see how it holds up, yeah. right? And I think that way for music too, where I kind of go, okay, I'm enjoying this genre. I should probably just figure out who are the big ones? Who mm. are like, uh, like, like grunge? I'm like, if you really like grunge, I, I'm like, the answer is just listen to the big four. Yeah. Right? At least give them all a taste. Give them all a try. Yeah. And then you have a baseline. You're like, okay. That's the like people the, who popularized a certain sound. Yeah. It's like yeah. obviously good to start there. Yeah. They're not necessarily the best. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of people thought they were. Yeah. And then you, can, you have a baseline and you can go from there. You know, that's how I've always viewed kind of experience and creative oh, stuff. Exactly, I'm always yeah. interested in what the baseline is. Yeah. Because, you know? of course, it is subjective at the end of the day. I definitely have found some obscure things that I'm like, this is actually so underrated. Some de- stuff is pretty awesome. Yeah. There's been some things I've found. I'm like, wow, I'm surprised this isn't like more popular. So that definitely happens as well. But yeah, I mean, I definitely think with art and uh, just anything becoming big, it's a it's a bit of like how good it is, but there's also just a, a luck aspect to it too. Some people just luck out more, somehow happen to be at the right place, right time, get more exposure. You know, there's definitely an aspect of it that is just kind of out of their control. Like you can ba- make amazing music, but at the end of the day, sometimes just it's not being promoted. Correctly uh, I'm, or I'm talking something as simple as you were born in the wrong country. Yeah, yeah, or that too. Yeah, that's right. possible. Yeah. I'm like, what if I'm like a, a really uh, a fit what pro prolific um, didgeridoo player, but here I am. Unfortunately, in, nobody in, North, in the West gives a in shit. In North America, yeah, yeah. I should be down. Everybody's under. making fun of you. Yeah, I should be down under playing the didgeridoo, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, if it's it's way easier. I would, you know, what dude? Even in general, it's hard to. It's hard to make really famous music when you're not in America. Mm-hmm. I would say that's pretty much a universal fact. Obviously, there's tons of breakouts and outliers, and there's actually different eras. As I said, British, uh, lots of British bands in the 70s were breaking out, 60s and 70s. Right. So many bands from from uh, from Britain. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, dude, it's America. Mm-hmm. America is the enter- entertainment hub of everything. Everybody can kick and scream and be mad about it and say, no, 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 stupid Americans, absolutely yeah. not. But... I would say they are. They are. Uh, yeah, I would say America and and I'd say Japan is pretty big hub for entertainment as well. Um, oh yeah, 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 in a very different way. Yeah, but I would say the two biggest um, suppliers of entertainment for the world. And this is just my my uh, what's the word? Um, my opinion, I guess. It's not. I, this isn't based in fact, but I've just I feel like it's. Japan is pretty big as well for entertainment. Well, I thought you were going to say two like separate fields, and I was just going to say, well, I mean, Hollywood. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, yeah, that's it, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but what you were saying about um, like being big in North America, I remember uh, there's this documentary, I think, I've never actually seen it, but I know the premise of it. I think it was... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, I, I think it was called like Searching for Sugar Man or something. And I, yeah. I've I've heard of this movie, and I don't know why I've never seen it because it sounded interesting. But basically, uh, this guy made music in North. I think he was from North America, or maybe he was another country. But he kind of lived his whole life. Uh, apparently, there was a whole country where his music just blew up, and he had no idea. Like he wasn't getting any royalties for it. I think. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was like some revolution going on in some country where like his music was like the backbone to some big like revolution. What? There's a like a country with a hundred thousand people in it, and it just yeah, <laughs> just that song picked right up. Like it was some place in Africa or something, and this guy just released an album like in the seventies or something and put it out, and then apparently it just blew up, and then people he was just an icon in this country, and like he had no idea. Like, that's, that's hilarious. So that's, did he do a show there? 
I I don't I've never seen the documentary. Maybe eventually they they found him and did. I don't know. But I this think this is so disappointing to me that you don't even yeah know how to ends. Yeah, I've never seen it. Just no. introducing a premise. I don't know, but uh, I won't, I'm gonna I should watch it because it's one of those movies that when I heard of it, I was like, that sounds interesting. But sounds like a good time. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so I recommend it to everyone, even though I've never seen it. Here's a premise, guys. Here's Go a, figure it out. Here's a cool premise. Go forth. You can watch it if you want. Let <laughs> yeah. Now, dude, yeah, so, yeah, being Canadian, anything's possible. We're, you know, we're still the little cousin. We're mm-hmm. nearby. The little cousin of the States? Yeah, yeah. but we're, but it's still harder. We're, mm. It's still not as accessible. It's, I yeah. don't know, man. Look at Justin Bieber. I know, right? And Nickelback. Look at lottery winners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And look at, uh, and Mac DeMarco. And He's pretty big. He yeah. is pretty big. He is. Yeah. He's, Canadian as well. No, we got we they're yeah, there's successful Canadians, but for every successful Canadian, there's easily at least ten. Ten Americans. Americans. Yeah. Probably more. I'm just saying ten is a bare minimum. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. But we have nickelback, so that's uh Holy dude. You I take this all back. What? Canada's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I know, exactly. We're the best. Yeah, we have the We're best the band in the world. <laughs> Rock on. Look at this photograph. People in America wish they could have seen someday, somehow. But now, right now, sorry, I don't want to get into it. I don't either. (laughs) I could, and that's what that's what matters. I could, I could get into it. (laughs) My throat hurts now. Um, not as easy as it used to be. No, yeah, we used to mimic Nickelback all the time. Yeah, we'd constantly, we would like, we knew, we actually probably memorized a good (laughs) six to eight songs. That's true. Just to Nicole, ironically just to sing, sing it, them. yeah, sing it without in, enjoying it, yeah. just just for shits and just giggles. Did it, yeah. It's probably why my throat's all fucked up, <laughs> just from doing that. You sure it's not anything else, Jamie? No, <laughs> <laughs> can't think of anything else. Okay, okay, could be my that bad. that crack I smoked. I'm just kidding. I didn't know about that thing. I was thinking about all the other stuff. For all intents and purposes, purposes, I don't smoke crack. <laughs> all intents and purposes, like is like. <laughs> Such a like legalistic term. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Good. All right. At least a lot of suggestion. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Jamie's a crackhead. Yeah. Throwing no. it out there. I mean, <laughs> if I was being serious about liking Nickelback, <laughs> I probably would be. <laughs> I, oh. I would be on drugs. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you know what they say. No, I. you know what? I, I will say that I'm kind of over bashing Nickelback because I do, at this point... I do feel that the horse is dead, rotted, yeah. and gone. Yeah. And now, I just kind of hope they do well. Yeah. I hope they have their tours and they have a good time. And mm-hmm. I think I think Nickelback has been abused enough. Cut them. Can some we agree slack. on that? Just, yeah. Let's take it easy on them. Just take it easy on Chad Kroger. I know. He's a. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Something's got to go wrong because he's just feeling way too damn good. <laughs> I spent. F- about four years of my life, personally insulting that man on a regular basis, <laughs> and now I'm done. Yeah, he had n- <laughs> and he had no idea, and he didn't know it was happening. It was unfazed by it. He he like had a little paper cut one day, and he went, "Hmm, I wonder what that was about." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was me with my negative karma, yeah, transferring through the universe. I still remember that really awkward footage of Nickelback though, where he was playing in. It was a different country. It was, I think, it was. Some it was somewhere in Europe. I don't remember the exact country, but he yeah. get he gets on stage. He's like, "Are you ready for some Nickelback or something?" Yeah. And then and then like everyone started booing him or something. They're all like "boo" or something. And then he's like, and he just goes up to the mic. He's like, "See ya," and he just like walks <laughs> away. This. He just I'm like, out. They all just walk off stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that is, I think that's happened to him a few times. That is painful, man. Yeah, yeah. I think they've had a couple shows where they were booed. But I'm pretty sure just his response. He's just like, "See ya." And he just walks I'm on out. stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that would be my worst nightmare, honestly. Like that would be really bad. Just knowing the whole audience rejected what you're trying to do. You know what? Just like him, you'd make your way out, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, that would be very unfortunate. It would definitely be one of the bigger problems in my life. Yeah. If I was a very rich celebrity, yeah. That got mostly what I wanted. You're like, so oh. in, for in that from from that perspective though, it is 
I mean, I, I got like, you know, one problem and 99 perks. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I got booed off stage, but I'm still going to be doing, you know, like blow off a, yeah. a hooker's popping, stomach. Popping pills out of a Pez dispenser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm not paying for anything. Yeah. And I'm at Disney World in the back with like the CEO. Yeah. Doing with, like, you know, rails of Coke. With Avril Lavigne. Yeah, with Avril Lavigne in a prime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was her in her prime. Uh, no, actually, no, no. He got her like. <laughs> got her. Well after the fact. Well, well after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm a motherfucking princess. <laughs> Sing the song. And yeah. then she and then you you get it personally sung to you while she's doing cocaine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What's So, do you remember that uh she put out a song that was really bad a couple years ago? It was like Hello Kitty. Oh, remember yeah, that? yeah. You know, I think I blotted that one from my mind. Of course. Cuz that wasn't good bad. That was just bad bad. Oh, right? yeah. It's no. not even it's not even funny bad. It's not even there's nothing it's not to take even hey from. hey watch this it's so bad it's funny it's it's oh my god I would have filed the divorce this? papers too if yeah. I saw that yeah no that's that's <laughs> that's grounds fair. for immediate divorce it, it and when really you go is. to court you say like you know like we're how we're splitting up the assets like come on what's your justification I'd be like I, just listen to this have you like <laughs> have you not seen her lazy, latest music video I immediately filed after <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's totally justified. My wife spent how much time in the studio, and this is all the shit she could output. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and her her old songs like they were pretty quality. Compared oh yeah, they're bangers compared to that. And dude, oh yeah, did you hear Britney Spears is free? Yeah, she is. If finally Britney Spears is finally free, she's finally um, an American, a true American. Man. Free. Imagine, imagine how good that feels when you you literally haven't been able to spend your own money for the last decade. Yeah, it. Yeah, that whole situation's crazy because she was basically being forced to perform and make money for her dad. Yeah, <laughs> well, dude, it's actually so. It's okay. You know what? This is gets me into one of my rants where I'm like, dude, I think the whole world's just so fucked. Yeah, I think there needs to be a pretty brutal reset. Yeah, or we're just fucked. Like we need to start a revolution. Fucked. Yeah, and I, I I know, and it all comes down to Britney Spears. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? That's this is the, the crux of it all. This is the last straw, world. It finally tore me down. Yeah, seeing Britney Spears. Ah, that situation. That was the final straw. <laughs> That's what really got me. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> riot, man. I, I can't take it anymore. We need a revolution. For God's sake, I thought the world was just and pure, but now, <laughs> for God's sake, read yeah. Britney Spears. Exactly. The, the real neighbor is starting a revolution. But I, I unironically, not, 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 I don't think, I think Britney Spears, her situation is a symptom. It's just crazy how. Oh, yeah. It, it just blows my mind how people can just bat an eye to that shit and mm-hmm. move on. Yeah. Even logistically, you know? Like yeah. seeing her be in this position for a decade. Yeah. You could tell that it was clearly fucked up four or five years ago. Right. But it just kept happening anyway. You know, it's yeah. just it's just crazy. Yeah. But you know what? This is your regular reminder that Hollywood's some crazy sex cult. Mm-hmm. There's probably some crazy ass rings doing God knows what. They're all reptiles. They're all lizard people. Yeah. They're turning the frogs gay. They're turning the frogs gay. Don't even want to get into it here, but yeah, nah. some crazy shit going on out there. You got to check out Alex Jones for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're creating chimeras, <laughs> uh. human monkey hybrids. <laughs> Which, actually, ironically, he he actually was correct about that. Who, who's really? China is, dude. You guys can Google this right now. China has successfully created early phases of chimera, is creating monkey human hybrids. Is this on Alex Jones' website, or can you find it? No, he on, said this a few years ago on the on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, and they recently said it. They said it recently that they actually have done like it. Like mainstream media reported on it, and it's yeah. yeah you can look up look up monkey human chimeras. Wow. And uh, I mean that'll fuck you up. I, it was very weird for me. That's they also sick. they've also made some human pigs, or they've yeah. tried to. Yeah, that's yep. They call them, they do call them chimeras. They call so. them cops. I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're cops. They're oh. pigs. Oh no. <laughs> um, that's m- monkey monkey people hybrids. That's, yep, that's... monkey human chimera hybrids. What's chimera? How do you spell that? Uh, chimera is C H I, M E R A. Oh. Inter- okay, weird. Yeah, there's there's definitely stuff popping up when I look it up. Okay, you well. you got Jamie. You got to view uh you got to view Alex Jones as your crazy uncle <laughs> that like 
some some like later in life you sometimes look back and think Oh shit, he was right. He was right about that one thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like he's a crazy uncle and he you you saw him at dinner parties and you were like, this guy's, you know, just, completely just, psycho, just disregard everything whole... he says. Yeah. Then you grow up, you know, you're like in college or something and you're walking around the halls and you start going, Holy shit. The lizard people are everywhere. <laughs> the crazy uncle actually kind of knew what was going on. <laughs> he said the crazy uncle who makes uh, family dinner uncomfortable. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're demons. Wait a minute. They're literal demons. <laughs> <laughs> Obama and Hillary Clinton smell like sulfur. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me the guy's completely unlikable. All right, uh, at least give him that. I actually would be curious to watch his Joe Rogan thing, just because yeah, he's he's crazy. I, it I, is. It's just one of his most. Dude, it's oh, it's almost five it's hours. Ugh, I couldn't handle that. <laughs> okay, and what's funny though is he went on there with this guy Eddie Bravo, who's a flat earther. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and then at one point, it's like Alex Jones freaking out on this guy for believing the Earth is flat. Wow. <laughs> it's dude, it's it's a fucking when Al- when Alex Jones is making the most sense in the room. That's <laughs> that's a good situation. Wow. It was dude that whole podcast. It's worth watching. It's yeah. fucking crazy. That's funny. Um. Yeah, it, it, there's a reason it's one of his most viewed episodes. Everybody was like, that's, that was the peak of Joe Rogan. Yeah. That's where it all came together to this crazy <laughs> climax of like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, no. What is the show? What does it mean? Yeah. That's, oh, man. Yeah, flat earth stuff. That's, uh, wow. <laughs> I, 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 basically, yeah, I basically I, just want to watch that segment. I just, I'm very curious on on how Alex Jones would discuss flat earth with someone <laughs> yeah i think it was like something where he was like trying to convince me he's like i'll fly i will fly you to antarctica <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like just flipping out you know just typical fashion yeah oh man oh man lots of energy lots of energy mm-hmm. what's well, all his male his male vitality he sells <laughs> doesn't oh he sell like God. doesn't he sell like pills or something i like, don't think he does anymore no but he did yeah and he made lots of money yeah Jesus, like, man. It's like, it's male vitality. <laughs> <laughs> my, my body grew in size. Yeah. My hair yeah. <laughs> was flying out of my chest. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. we're out of time. All right. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. All right. You have a good night, guys. Have a good one out there. Or one. morning. Doesn't matter. Time of day. Enjoy that. Time. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs> See ya.